Starry night, the moon is bright. We'll sing a happy song. Wow, a spot! Hello there. Welcome to our Spot Kids podcast. This is Lisa Chang talking from Calgary, Alberta, Canada. Is there a better way to celebrate Christmas time than telling and sharing a good story? Parents and children, we are very thrilled to announce that we have just launched our new series of literary posts and podcasts, Alice in Wonderland. Down, down, down. What did Alice see and do after falling into the rabbit hole? Our first post, "Why Rabbit Checking Watch," is on now. Read the story post in our blog and listen to the story in here. We will continue to publish and broadcast at the entire story. Alice in Wonderland, Chapter One: Down the Rabbit Hole. "Why Rabbit Checking Watch." Alice was beginning to get very tired of sitting by her sister on the bank, and of having nothing to do. Once or twice, she had peeped into the book her sister was reading, but it had no pictures or conversations in it. And what is the use of a book, thought Alice, without pictures or conversation? So she was considering in her own mind whether the pleasure of making a daisy chain would be worth the trouble of getting up. And picking the daisies, when suddenly a white rabbit with pink eyes ran close by her. Alice was shocked when she heard the rabbit say to itself, "Oh dear, oh dear, I shall be late." When the rabbit actually took a watch out of its waistcoat pocket and looked at it, and then hurried on. Alice started to her feet, for it flashed across her mind that she had never before seen a rabbit with either a waistcoat pocket or a watch to take out of it. Burning with curiosity, she ran across the field after it and was just in time to see it pop down a large rabbit hole under the bush. In another moment, down went Alice after it, never once considering how in the world she was to get out again. The rabbit hole went straight on like a tunnel for some way, and then dipped suddenly down, so suddenly that Alice had not a moment to think about stopping herself before she found herself falling down a very deep well. Either the well was very deep, or she fell very slowly, for she had plenty of time as she went down to look about her and to wonder what was going to happen next. First, she tried to look down and make out what she was coming to, but it was too dark to see anything. Then she looked at the sides of the well and noticed that they were filled with cardboards and bookshelves. Here and there, she saw maps and pictures hung upon pegs. She took down a jar from one of the shelves as she passed. It was labeled "Orange Marmaid." But to her great disappointment, it was empty. She did not like to drop the jar for fear of killing somebody, so she managed to put it back. Well, thought Alice to herself, after such a fall as this, I shall think nothing of tumbling downstairs. How brave they'll all think me at home! Well, I wouldn't say anything about it, even if I fell off the top of the house. 
down, down, down. Would the fall never come to an end? I wonder how many miles I've fallen by this time," she said aloud. "I must be getting somewhere near the center of the earth. Let me see. That would be four thousand miles down, I think. Yes, that's about the right distance. But then I wonder what latitude or longitude I've got to. I wonder if I shall fall right through the earth." How funny it would seem to come out among the people that walk with their heads downward. <laughs> But I shall have to ask them what the name of the country is. You know, please, ma'am, is this New Zealand or Australia? And what an ignorant little girl should thank me for asking. No, I'll never do to ask. Perhaps I shall see it written up somewhere. Down, down, down. There was nothing else to do. So Alice soon began talking again. Dina will miss me very much tonight. I hope they'll remember her saucer of milk at tea time. Dina, my dear, I wish you were down here with me. There are no mice in the air. I'm afraid, but you might catch a bat. And that's very like a mouse, you know. But do cats eat bats? I wonder. And here Alice began to get rather sleepy and went on saying to herself, "Oh, hmm," in a dreamy sort of way. Do cats eat bats? Do cats eat bats? And sometimes, do bats eat cats? For you see, as she couldn't answer either question, it didn't really matter which way she put it. She felt that she was dozing off and had just begun to dream that she was walking hand in hand with Dina and saying to her very earnestly, "Now, Dina, tell me the truth. Did you ever eat a bat?" When suddenly, Down she came upon a heap of sticks and dry leaves, and the fall was over. Alice was not a bit hurt, and she jumped up onto her feet in a moment. She looked up, but it was all dark overhead. Before her was another long passage, and the white rabbit was still inside, hurrying down it. There was not a moment to be lost. Away went Alice like the wind. And was just in time to hear it say, as it turned a corner, "Oh my ears and whiskers, how late it's getting!" She was close behind it when she turned the corner, but the rabbit was no longer to be seen. She found herself in a long, low hall, which was lit up by a row of lamps hanging from the roof. There were doors all round the hall, but they were all locked. And when Alice had been all the way down one side and up the other, trying every door, she walked sadly down the middle, wondering how she was ever to get out again. Suddenly, she came upon a little three-legged table, all made of solid glass. There was nothing on it except a tiny golden key, and Alice's first thought was that. 
it might belong to one of the doors of the hall, but alas, either the locks were too large or the key was too small, but at any rate, it would not open any of them. <sighs> However, on the second time round, she came upon a low curtain she had not noticed before, and behind it, it was a little door about 15 inches high. She tried the little golden key in the lock, and to her great delight, it fitted. Starry night, the moon is bright, we'll sing a happy song. Wow, a spot! <laughs>